Welcome to the Norfolk Unordinary Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Johnson. I've lived here in Norfolk County for over 40 years, and together today, we're going to hear from the unordinary people who make our small towns and countryside a great place to call home. This episode of Norfolk Unordinary is brought to you by Coco Cabana Chocolate Fudge Gourmet Cafe. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram as they're always posting pictures of new and creative sweet treats. When you drop into Coco Cabana, say hello to its owner, Dave Tank, who has been serving the Port Dover community since 1995. Say hello to me too. I try to start my day at Coco's with friendly conversation and a good cup of tea. Open seven days a week year round. Start your morning or fuel your afternoon with a hot coffee, tea, espresso, latte, and once you see it, you'll want to grab a little sweet piece of fudge from Coco Cabana, 16 Walker Street, Port Dover, Ontario. The idea of this podcast is to allow Norfolk County residents, people living in this community, to hear some of the stories of some of the unordinary people that you have been impacted by. They may be business people, athlete. They and their efforts together create a beautiful county to live in. And I think that we, the listeners, would be better to hear their stories. I think there are things that we can learn from these individuals. And I think that these individuals also who will be guests on the show want to say thank you. This will be an exciting journey. We're going to tell story. You're going to hear story. Our podcast episodes will be short and it'll be designed to give you a bit of a backstory in the individual's life, a little bit about their upbringing, a little bit about how they developed, what they did in their younger years, how they were formed and shaped, and then on into maybe their adult years and Some of them will be reflecting and some of them will be telling you story of what they're continuing to do and how they're involved today in leadership here in Norfolk County. A lot of them behind the scenes, a lot of them doing things outside of the public eye, but they're doing things that make Norfolk County a wonderful place. So without further ado, I want to introduce my wife, Jill Johnson. Jill, would you like to say hi to everybody in Norfolk County? Hello, Norfolk County. Hello. Jill and I have been married for just about 13 years this December. Uh, Jill, where where were you born and raised? Where did you grow up? I grew up in Port Rowan, Ontario. Cool. Port Rowan, Ontario. A beautiful place here in Norfolk County. Um, I, Dan, grew up just outside of Waterford, just south of Boston. And I grew up in, I guess you would say, the countryside. And I just love Love everything about this county and all the opportunities that I had as a young guy to grow and develop and just enjoy living life, mostly outside, I would say, outdoors. Um, and and Joe, what was what was it like growing up in Port Rowan, a harbor town kind of a community right on Long Point Bay? Well, as a child, I actually grew up in the country and a lot of my family um, were farmers. So we grew up on the farm, uh, playing in barns and working in fields and eating coffee cake on coffee break time. A lot of times with our cousins, like family is a huge part of our lives. Um, I think in all of Norfolk County, but really in Port Rowan, um, I felt that especially we went to school with our cousins and worked in the fields with our cousins and stuff. Um, So yeah, I grew up on a farm for a lot of my life out in the country. And then when we did move into like the town of Port Rowan, um, there's one stoplight on the outskirts of town, but that's it. Uh, 
yeah, we would sit on the front porch and watch cars drive by and honk at neighbors would honk at us. And uh, we spent our weekends out at Long Point Beach. Uh, a lot of us had summer jobs at restaurants or little shops in the summer that would have a lot of visitors. Um, yeah, we spent our, our weekends out at Long Point and then just not much to do on Friday nights. And now we just hung out with our family and um, spent a lot of time outside. Yeah, I think there's some some significant shared values that Jill and I have, um, that you and I have, Jill, in that I heard family and work ethic, right? And I think those are two two really wonderful values to have and to hold and that were both very shaping for us. The importance of family, the love that we had in our family. And um, I have two brothers and Jill, you have, what I is have it? two brothers and two sisters. Two brothers, two sisters. And spending that time with family and then learning how to work, right? So I grew up as as a kid. I mean, I was picking berries, pulling weeds in countless farmer's fields around the area, garlic, ginseng, raspberries, strawberries. Uh, the list can go on and on, the different sort of jobs I had. And Jill, you and I share that that value of working hard. And I think that's something that Norfolk County, being in a rural area, produces that in a lot of um, a lot of younger people. That was our experience. That's a shared value that we have. Um, so we've been married now just about 13 years and we have been in and out of Norfolk County. And part of the reason is because, um, you and I are both, uh, high school teachers. Um, that's our, our edu- educational training and, and background. And, um, I'm not teaching uh, high school anymore. Um, I left in 2013 and, uh, I've been, uh, pastoring in a local church here and that's my story. Jill, you were off for teaching for a number of years. Um, we have, with our three children, uh, raising them and stuff in their younger days. And you're now back teaching. And where do you teach and what do you love about it? Yeah, I teach full-time uh, science at Waterford District High School. My alma mater, by the way. And it's just a wonderful school. Um, sure like is. The students are just so down-to-earth and so fun to teach. And the staff is just really unified and yeah it's just it's just such an enjoyable environment uh to be educated and to educate now jill i went to laurier which for you was considered the high school down the street yeah you i did went, my education at uh, university of waterloo right and you spent all of your time in the library and i spent all of my time in the gymnasium <laughs> uh or socializing primarily and uh, jill you and i have a shared passion for for young people Right. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the sense of being influencers and leaders and contributors uh, to the development of, of young people, be that in the area of academics. Uh, so my training was in kinesiology and I love kinesthetics. I love human anatomy. I love physiology. I love biomechanics, how the body works, why it works and how to get the most out of it. That was my training and background. Joe, what was your training in and what's your passion today for teaching that on to the next generation? Yeah, my focus was mostly biology and chemistry. I, my degree was in biomedical science, so I did take physics and math and um, just other general courses, but most of my courses were biology and chemistry. So my passion is a little bit more at the micro level of what you're talking about. Um, how do cells work and and how that affects bodily function and um, just basically the, the smallest details of life itself and just our universe and how that, how scientists understand that. So my passion as a teacher 
is to, as a science teacher specifically, is to help students develop a love for discovering learning, not memorizing facts or um, uh, just really, really understanding that science is still is still being discovered and how can they be a part of that as a young person even so yeah just lots of hands-on really enjoyable learning um, I love to teach enjoyable lessons that the students are into um, and that's as a science teacher and then as a teacher in general you know my hope is to be a positive influence in those students lives and show them care and consistency um, discipline just uh, just an enjoy enjoyment of of learning, learning how to study, learning just those those skills to help them be successful in whatever comes next for them. Nice. Now, Jill, I consider you to be an unordinary person, and really? I, know, I, I know that you're. <laughs> I know you're my wife, so it's like, well, you know. But you really, you really are. You are an unordinary person in your work ethic, in your your values, in the balance that you have in life, like as a mother, as a as a wife as a contributor in the community in your personal time and then vocationally as a contributor as a as a teacher um thank you uh, sadly right now our our son is enduring a bit of a hardship with respect to his health and so um you're you're on leave right now in order for us in our in our daily travels with our son um to treatment and so your your students miss you right now right which is something well, I miss them yeah. yeah and you miss them right and We've run into some of them out in the community here in Port Dover, especially during the summer. We run into high school student, high school age students all the time, because Port Dover's a you know a destination spot uh, in the summer months, especially. And they miss you. They were sad to hear your way and stuff. And so, what makes you unordinary, Jill, is your your genuine desire to see others grow, improve. That may be in their academics. It may be in their in their in their knowledge, their acquiring acquiring of knowledge that will help them develop skills, but also in their development as as people, as young people who have a great life ahead of them, if they can get prepared for it, and you enjoy investing. Yeah, you you are truly unordinary. So I think it's great as sort of an introductory recording here for this podcast. I think it's appropriate to have Jill Johnson on here. Wow, thanks. Yeah, yeah, right? And um, as a husband, like, this is nothing but good for me, right? Because I'm getting all these great points right now <laughs> by having you on here. And um, one of the things I hope to to talk about in this podcast with each guest is balance, right? right. Balance in life. I think there are people, especially high achievers, who are very hardcore in the thing that they're pursuing. And sometimes that that can be great for the goal they're pursuing, but it also can lead to other areas of their lives that that maybe get neglected. Mm-hmm. And so I hope to I hope that the listener will be able not not to hear that in order to judge the the guest or to criticize them, but just to recognize the fact that like you know life balance is important, and not everyone can achieve at the same rate or the same level. Um, you know, I believe each person is a bit different in their capacities and stuff, and that's okay. So, Jill, how do you get the most out of all these different areas of life as a as a wife, as a mother, as a school teacher, as a contributor in the in the community? How do you balance those things well? And and, and maybe you don't. And if you don't, that's okay. <laughs> I think you do. Um, but yeah, what do you think about that? 
Well, I wasn't prepped with this question ahead of time, so I'm kind of on the spot. But I would say that in general, in all of those areas that you just mentioned of my life, I I get joy from serving others. So thinking about other people, um, you know, some people might find joy in something they do for themselves, but I genuinely find joy and contentment with thinking of the needs of other people, whether that's you or or our kids or my students or Waterford District High School, our neighbors. Um, I don't know. I just I just find that getting out of your own little bubble, your own, obviously taking care of your needs, like, yes, I take care of myself and then I can take care of other people. But just having that awareness of others around you and genuinely um you know, structuring your day and your life to to know that you are helping other people. Um, to me, that helps give balance because when I'm at school, I'm thinking about my students and the staff. And, and when I'm at home, I'm thinking about you guys. And yeah, like when, when I have downtime, then I do something for myself. That's amazing. It's an amazing value that you hold, Jill. And this idea of like the self is kind of like second, right? And yeah, it seems backwards, right? Because yeah. if you think about yourself, you'd think that you would be happier if you're doing things for yourself all the time. <clears throat> but for me, I, maybe that is unordinary, but for me, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. And I think that the self gets fulfilled when you give yourself oh, to absolutely. others, right? absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I see that in you, Jill, and you know, it's an honor to be your wife. Obviously, it's an honor to raise children with you. To and be my husband, right? It's an honor to be re- a recipient of someone who gives so much, because uh, I like to receive. So that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, Jill. Thanks. Thank, yeah, thank you so much for being part of just this sort of introductory episode, so that listeners can get an idea of what's coming. We are going to be on Norfolk on Ordinary. We're going to be chatting with like some really some really incredible people. And one of the one of the things each of these people has in common is like this unordinary amount of humility. And I find in social media and in politics, etc., in those high levels of leadership nowadays, there just seems to be so much pride, so much mm-hmm. self-seeking, so much about the the individual and their pursuits and about them rather than about the interests of those who they would be leading and serving and I find that a lot of the guests that we have lined up, we have about 30 guests we plan on interviewing over the next few months. All of them just have a remarkable amount of humility. In fact, in conversations with a lot of these guests in in getting ready for the podcast, I'm like, you know, don't be afraid to really go deep here in sharing about your accomplishments, right? Because a lot of these people, oh, I don't really want to brag. I don't want to boast about that. But a lot of these people, they are like you. And that they they serve their community. They help. A lot of their, their greatness or their accomplishments, when you look at them, you see that their pattern of their life is actually that they give through those abilities that they have. And so that's an encouraging thing that I hope that this Norfolk Adorne podcast brings to Norfolk County listeners. And helps the listener to maybe think about untapping the unordinary self within them. Uh in that I think every human being is is skilled and gifted in ways that others aren't. And if we were to each contribute those 
maybe unique things within the community that we live in, I think everybody would be better for it. We would see things like universe, uh, uh, unity. We would see things like celebrating diversity. We would see things like tolerance, like agreeing to disagree, but still loving and caring for your neighbor. And so Jill, it's very appropriate for to have you on here today. And thank you for taking the time to join me, your husband, who basically said, hey, we're going to do this. And um, I'll just, I'll leave it with you. Who would you like to thank if you were to think of a person or two? And I didn't prep you this question, so you're going to have to think on the top of your head. But um, if you were to thank someone, someone here in Norfolk County um, who may be listening to this, who would you want to say thank you to for investing and building into your life? Hmm. Yeah, this is a little bit on the spot, but thank you. First of all, thank you for having me here. I kind of... I didn't even think I was going to be asked to be on here, to be honest, <laughs> just because you have so many people, um, important people that you want to talk to. So I'm kind of shocked that I'm the first person that you're talking to, honestly, but it's it's an honor and thank you for having me. Um, definitely like my family, obviously, I think that'd be the first one that comes to mind, like my parents and stuff, um, just how they raised our uh, all of us kids, like there's five of us, so... Um, my siblings and stuff too, um, grandparents, I think of teachers, like um, teachers way back in elementary who were coaching and just, I could tell they put effort into my education. Name them. Um, like Miss Goobish. Goobish? Yep. Miss Switzide. Um, uh, I, I loved Miss Hodgson. Um, uh, she was an older teacher, mm-hmm. but yeah, just just all of those those people they were kind of like my middle school teachers I would say mm. um, I find that that's a super formative time yeah. isn't it I can yeah. I can name I can name if I, if I was asked to name the same thing I would be thinking some of those middle school yeah grade six Bob Golden at Boston Public School um, grade seven and grade eight Diane Clark and Bob Dufresne. And then moving into high school, high school is a bit different, right? Because then you have teachers, right? They have eight different teachers a year potentially, but I think it's cool. Um, I don't know yeah. what yours, but mine all like live in Norfolk County, I think, or still teach in Norfolk County. Yeah. Um, which is neat in high school. Definitely like my love for science, like Mr. Reimer, he was also very influential in coaching. Yeah. Terry Reimer. Um, yeah. yeah. And, um, so, and then, uh, so those teachers, um, and then, yeah, like, I don't know, you for sure. Like, just us together as a family, our values, how we spend our time. Um, you leading our family in, in what we do and, and you know, what's what's priorities for us. Yeah, we we should be a thankful people here in Norfolk County. Oh, absolutely. Because we have, and, and you don't really realize how the world works, right? From maybe a governmental level or like a business level until you get older. As a child, you're just a recipient. You're living in this world you inherited, mm-hmm. and you're living in a county that you didn't make. You're just in, sort of inheriting it as a child, and you get older, and you recognize and realize what was given to you in order for you to succeed and, and to achieve. So, wonderful. Well, Jill Johnson, you are unordinary, and so take that. I'll take it as positive. <laughs> That's right. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Jill, for joining us, and to the listener... I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you have a, an idea of what Norfolk Unordinary is going to be. And I hope that you uh, are able to connect with this podcast in the months 
ahead. Thank you for joining and listening to Norfolk Unordinary. This episode of Norfolk Unordinary is brought to you by Coco Cabana Chocolate Fudge Gourmet Cafe. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram, 16 Walker Street, Port Dover, Ontario.